0: For a single soul. The child world is happy and grows up. So she empty. Hello. Thank you for joining us. And may the Lord bless you as you open the word and walk with Him today. Uh, You know about the fruit of the Spirit, right? Love, joy, peace, patience, and then, you know, nine uh, fruit of the Spirit. Uh, You know uh, that many times uh, we as believers and then many of us that are serving as uh, as spiritual leaders uh, tend to focus more on the gifts. And that demonstrates the power of the Holy Spirit more than the fruit. And uh, we sometimes mistake also the fruit of the Spirit with also temperament. Uh, For example, uh, some persons are very laid back, gentle uh, person. uh, Maybe gentle not because it's the fruit of the Holy Spirit, but because that may be uh, the the temperament of the person. And uh, the person that's very gentle may also be somebody and that is uh, not showing uh, the, the side of perseverance when difficult things uh, come, and that this gentle person may say, Ah, let's not do it anymore, even though the thing may be something and that is very important to the Lord. And so fruit of the Spirit is one fruit that grows and that helps us to become more like Him, like Jesus Christ. And it's uh, the fruit of Jesus Christ, right? Uh, I hope that you and I will continue to grow uh, in cultivating the fruit. But that comes many times through time in God's Word and time in praying and being with God's presence or being in the the wilderness. Uh, And then it becomes something that's cultivated more and more and more, little by little. Uh, Today, and then we will take a look at uh, two leaders and then whose story uh, tells us uh, why and how we need to cultivate this fruit of the Spirit, okay? Exodus chapter 32, verses 15 through
1: 24. Moses turned and went down the mountain with the two tablets of the covenant law in his hands. They were inscribed on both sides, front and back. The tablets were the work of God. The writing was the writing of God engraved on the tablets. When Joshua heard the noise of the people shouting, he said to Moses, There is the sound of war in the camp. Moses replied, It is not the sound of victory, it is not the sound of defeat, it is the sound of singing that I hear. When Moses approached the camp and saw the calf and the dancing, his anger burned, and he threw the tablets out of his hands, breaking them to pieces at the foot of the mountain. And he took the calf the people had made and burned it in the fire. Then he ground it to powder, scattered it on the water, and made the Israelites drink it. He said to Aaron, What did these people do to you that you led them into such great sin? Do not be angry, my lord, Aaron answered. You know how prone these people are to evil. They said to me, Make us gods who will go before us. As for this fellow Moses who brought us up out of Egypt, we don't know what has happened to him. So I told them, whoever has any gold jewelry, take it off. Then they gave me the gold, and I threw it into the fire, and out came this calf.
0: From today's passage, we see two leaders, Aaron and Moses, and they're so different. And then we will take a look at Aaron first, and then see he is the great high priest, and he's a leader. But but this is what happens. And then when Moses confronts him and says, what is it that you did? You have done this great sin. And then he is oblivious to that. And he doesn't know uh, what he has done was such a great sin. Why? Because the people uh, that was pressuring him seemed so big. And the problem that he was facing Uh, was so big and God didn't seem so big. You know, that's what happens many times when people and problems and challenges seem so big and when God begins to look not so big and small. And that's when you give in, when you do not do what is right. And then we also see that he was blaming others when Moses confronts him, why did you do it? What happened? And he said, oh, you know, the people, and they're so prone to sin, and then these are wicked people, and then he was uh, passing the buck. Rather than being the leader who takes responsibility and says, it's my fault, I have done it, and then I am uh, I am responsible, he is passing the buck, and that's what we see. But then what's also shocking is that you remember, uh, he was the one telling other people, bring all this gold and jewelry, and then I will uh, make uh, uh, something. And then, but he says, you know what? I just uh, uh, threw it in, and then out came. And then lame excuse, and that's uh, what he is making right here. That's what he's doing. Compare Aaron with Moses. And Moses came down after spending 40 days and 40 nights together with the Lord. And what was he doing? And then he was spending time not just in God's communion with him, not just in prayer, but then he was also taking time writing and receiving the law and God's word and writing it down. And then... He was somebody that came down. And when he came down, he became angry. And then he broke the tablet and then he was rebuking and confronting sin. Why? Because he became so much like God that he was angry with that which that angered God. He wasn't somebody that had anger problem. Yes, long ago. And then he was angry. And he got angry when he was uh, putting corner and then he ended up killing somebody. No, not that anger. But here is righteous anger. You know, as you look at Moses and Aaron, uh, what are the difference? What's, what's, or how do you, ex- you know, they explain the difference between these two people? Some of the things that Moses did. God led Moses, walking with him, and then allowing him to go through 40 years of wilderness, where he realized that, hey, you know, uh, everything about him doesn't amount to anything. And then when God chose him, that he was able to fully place his trust in God. But not only that, as he was spending time in communion with God, and worship of God, being in God's presence. And then he was growing more and more. But also, as he was taking time writing and studying and learning more about God's truths, he was able to call sin, sin. He was able to see what angered God, and he was able to really grow as a servant of the Lord seeking to honor God, even putting his life on the line, and to bring honor to him and live for him. You see, he grew, having a character, and the Bible calls him the meekest of all person, because his character became more and more and more like that of God, because he grew in walking with God. And that's what we see here. You may be a very nice person. And many Christians are, and many spiritual leaders are. Are you just a nice person, but who does not have anger toward What's hurting people? Do you also have a heart that is saddened by the things that's hurting others? And are you somebody that's able to persevere and have faith in God and God's word? Because not the way that you used to be like, but because you are becoming more and more and more like God, cultivating the character through whom that God is going to build his kingdom. I hope that you will continue to grow to be like him. Lord, thank you. Help us through the trials and difficulties, perseverance, time in the word, time of obedience, that you continue to make us to become more like Moses, who has become more like Jesus, then how we used to be like. In Jesus' name, Amen.